and welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Join me on UVC Radio every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern Caribbean Time or 12 noon Jamaica Time when I will present three hours of classical music with a good studying environment and give you time to reflect. This program will feature works by some of our great musical composers, including Beethoven, Bach, Brahms, and Haydn, and many others. So make it a date with me and join me every Wednesday at one o'clock Eastern for this classical midweek concert entitled Meet Me at the Classics. See you there. The link is www.unitedvisionconnect one word dot org forward slash radio www dot United Vision Connect dot org forward slash radio. In today's program, we're going to play for you an edited version of a discussion between King Rocco and myself. And towards the end of the program, we were joined by an ardent listener, Kalisha Taylor, who uh, posed a question to both of us. This program was first aired on Tell It Like It Is, a talk show aired on UVC Radio every Monday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Caribbean time. So sit back and take a listen. What what has things been like your end for the past what well, well, you know, for the past week, um just very busy, you know. Um trying to get a lot of stuff organized and stuff like that, but you know. I'm grateful, thank God, <clears throat> you know, some have been successful and some still in the middle of trying to get a few things sorted out. Um, 
don't want to complain too much at all, you know. I mean, been looking at the news and see some people around the world out there suffering. And one of the things you can say, definitely, you know, thank God. You know, God has blessed us, you know. We're not in that situation, even though things may not be the way that some of us may want it to be. You know, uh, we're not rock bottom. So, you know, definitely want to say our prayers goes out to all those people out there who are suffering. Because I'm telling you, this, some people have not seen a bread from morning. Mm. I'm telling you this. So true. So true. Not, so not even from morning. Listen, I don't think St. Lucia is in that kind of situation of some countries. But you know what? One of the things that I always remember, um, <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I did some work. I've done some work rather with the Organization of American State. And um, some of the stuff that I've done with them, community, um, some community project. Um, and, um, you know, basically, um, been going into different communities, um, looking at the poverty level, you know, in St. Lucia, and, you know, different parts of the Caribbean and stuff like that. And, you know, one of the things that always, I would say, always remain with me, in this mother day and age in St. Lucia, you know, I, we was at one family resident, and, you know, these people were, were a couple of children, and this lady, she didn't have no table. And mm. basically, you know, like a dirt floor or whatever in this apartment, in this place, wherever she's living. The pot is on the floor. You know, the, she's she, she, she using bucket to take water. And, man, that, that really, that really stunned me. I was like, in, when you see stuff like this, you'll think of uh, what we see on TV, Africa. And some of these Asian countries, but not not in the Caribbean. You really see these things, man. So this still remind me, you know, poverty is still very high, very, very, very high. And you know, I would venture to say that we have some of this poverty in Jamaica, poverty where people are living on the cardboard. Hmm. And um, wow. a couple of pieces of zinc wow. over over their heads to try to keep the rain out when it rains. That kind of situation is unforgivable. unforgivable. But unforgivable. Well said. I think, unforgivable. I think in every country you have a level of poverty, and you're judged according to how many people fall into that category, which is unfortunate. If even if it's one, it's one too many. One too many. One too it, many. It, it's sad. Because, sad, you know, sad, sad. one of the things, you know, when you look around them days, especially in these islands, especially, you know, mm -hmm. um, again, the, the Caribbean is not the worst, not at all, compared to some other no. part of the world. I think we're doing well compared to some place. Mm -hmm. But when you look at a job situation in terms of a lot of people leaving university and um, leaving, um, <clears throat> coming out of college, uh, university mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Imagine you're going to study to become some sort of professor, some, some, some sort of doctor or whatever it is. And then what you do? Coming out of university, got all, uh, everything under your belt, all the doctorate, all the associate. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what eventually you do? You eventually become a taxi driver. Because you, the, the, you, the job, you can't get a job in, in, in the field that you're trained for. Is that what, is that it, what is? it is? Exactly. You know, you see a lot of these online jobs and stuff like that being advertised. And um, unfortunately, you can't even cash in on these online jobs because you know what? Um, they're not available to you in your geographical location, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I think government need to really start doing, start creating a lot more online jobs because maybe you may not able to, I mean, everybody may not able to be in a physical space or whatever it is. But um, 
I believe there's something, something. There's something that the government can basically come up with. You get a lot of these companies from the United States that are coming in and set up these, um, like, telemarketing stuff. Mm -hmm. Basic, yeah, like debt collecting and whatnot. But what is it, apart from the United States is coming in and creating these jobs, what is it our local government is actually doing to create jobs for our people than a foreign country coming in and creating jobs for our people? Well, I think part of the problem is that our private sector, I don't think our private sector is prepared to spend the money locally. That is probably part of the problem. And that's a shame. I, I yes, you know. But when, when you look at it, even in the telemarketing sector, they really, they really work the hell out of those ladies, you know. Long hours. I mean... I'm not saying that they pay substandard, but the hours are long and the, 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 the facilities are not particularly great. You, you know, interested in the thing you say, you know, say they're paying well. I was looking at a clip recently, um, Aaron Solution, um, on this Canadian farm labor program. We all know a lot of um, Caribbean people have benefited um, mm -hmm. a lot from this farm labor program, but I think the treatment is so inhumane. Oh, gosh. Um, well, for the time being, let's say allegedly, because they are still doing investigation um, <clears throat> concerning this whole situation that some um, some of these nationals from Jamaica and St. Lucia and St. Vincent and Trinidad to mm -hmm. an extent went to Canada and doing the farm labor program. Uh, and allegedly, what they are saying as well, too, you know, like some of these some of the employ uh, employees. Like some of these white people treat them really bad. This solution woman reported, said, what was she saying? Um, sometime she saw a Jamaican national. Um, apparently this guy was not feeling well or he was tired and he decided to take a rest. And then this employer basically kicked this Jamaican national and used the N-word and say, um, you guys came into work. Not to not, not to be sleeping on the job, you know. She said they were promised to pay to, um, to get paid fourteen Canadian per hour. When they get to Canada, they get, actually get seven seven dollars per hour. So the labor department in Saint Lucia reached out to the the um, whatever labor department in Canada, and you know they said they're going to investigate it. But according to the Jamaica labor department and the Saint Lucia labor department, both country concur of what both national actually said jamaican national saint lucia national so these are some of the things that you know for us as a people you know we experience because why we don't provide for our own people and when we can't provide for our own people other people are to take our uh, take our people and look at them as garbage if you go to work in a substandard setting um in another country no matter, as far as I am concerned, no matter how you look at it, you're going to be treated like a slave. You might be. You, oh, absolutely. You absolutely. might be regarded. You might be regarded as a docile slave, but you're still a slave. Hmm? And, and mm -hmm. yep. really, really, one lay, having a liaison department doesn't help because the liaison people are not based on the farms. So they go in periodically 
and they see the better side. They don't see the, the, the negative side to this whole process. But, but you know, interesting you saying that because I'm telling you this, the St. Lucia Labor Department and the Jamaica counterpart, they're going to turn a blind eyes and a deaf ears towards that. You know why? It brings in a lot of income to both. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because St. Lucia is going to stand up to Canada. Jamaica is not going to stand up to Canada. They were not. No, and 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 you you also have to bear in mind that if that program is discontinued, you're going to have quite a number of people out of employment. And oh, absolutely, absolutely, not going to be pleased, right? Now, the sad thing about it is that the uh, most of these people are not prepared to stand up and state the problem. Fairly and squarely. The, 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 as far as I know, the Jamaicans are, a lot of them are hesitant to say anything. Not even to their liaison officers. Because, because they're, they're, afraid, they're afraid of, of the repercussion. Yes. They're afraid of being sent home. Because from what I understand as well, you know, a lot of these national going to Canada to work, basically they're going to pick tobacco and um, mm -hmm. apples and grapes and stuff like that. But these people are sent on the farm from 5 o'clock in the morning, for God's sake, until sundown in the evening. Mm -hmm. Whether it's cold, whether it's hot, all day these people are in the farm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the unfortunate thing as well, so when they get to Canada, their passport been taken away from them. Because you know what? They cannot decide to leave the, leave the project, sorry, leave the program, and go elsewhere because over the years what has been happening a lot of guys will go to canada and as long as they have the document they're going to try to get to the united states if they don't try to get to the united states some of them are going to try and get married to canadian nationals mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as long as they get married to canadian national you know what they no longer can have them in in slavery and so and so they they do they put the pressure on while they are there on while they are there, exactly. So uh, what I'm saying, this is one of the things that for us as a people, our leaders need need to take the bull by the horn and look into those situations because it, it, it is serious, you know. Um, right now I see, you know, the UK actually doing a recruitment as well to try to get nurses and stuff like that out of Jamaica, um, Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, St. Lucia and Antigua and elsewhere. I mean, everything that they put out there, the, the, the advertisement, it seems to be so nice and dandy. But what I want to know, is it really and truly the way to make it seem so glamorous whenever these nurses and stuff leave the Caribbean and go to the UK? Um, is it is it so nice and unky-dory? I, I really want to get, know that. When you, when when you, you get when to you the level of the nursing profession and the teaching profession, it's slightly different because what happens there, in as far as I can ascertain, is that um, they are paid. They are paid properly. Yeah, right. They work. Right. They work. They work the hell out of them, but they are paid. Hmm? Right. And that's right. They're not. They're not going to come back. They're not going to leave that pay and come back to Jamaica or Saint Lucia. Not, not at all. Saint Lucia. Or Barbados, for that matter. Not at you all. Know, not at they, all. They, they're not. They're not. They're not going to do that. 
um, because the pay mm -hmm. is so much more than so much more because I can tell you this I know this personally um, relatives that leave um, the Caribbean and went to New York and <clears throat> on work uh, you know they're earning roughly within like 60 to 50 to 60 US dollars per hour you're not going to make 60 US dollars in Jamaica per hour <laughs> you cannot Hmm? Or in St. Lucia, not at all. Uh -uh. And, and, and so you will always have this migration hmm? from the cheaper to the more expensive because of the earning power. And, and Exactly. When you look at the economy, I don't know, I've not looked at the St. Lucia economy recently, but the, with the Jamaican economy, the the money that comes back is is amazing, you know. It's a large the, part of the income. The, the, the remittances. The remittances. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, so this problem this is going to be with us for a very long time. Um, well, what we what we have, what to, we have do to do yeah. is to find ways of reducing the impact. Because I hear that some of the some of the work places are pretty good you know yeah 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 you know I, you know interestingly today <clears throat> i was at the doctor's office and um one of the things i must say went to the doctor's office i've not seen one local nurse one local doctor mm. you know you know the reason why because a lot of the nurses and stuff like that they have gone to study whether cuba wherever it is and when they come back mm -hmm. home they serve the government for two three years and after they serve the government, they go into places like Bermuda, they go into mm -hmm. England, they go into Canada, they go into places that have high wage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and and this is very and this is very concerning because what the government is doing here, they're going to Africa, they're going to India, and uh, I don't know what sort of um, contract or whatever they have under the table with Cuba. I mean, over the years, you know, Cuban doctors are really brilliant. We, all across oh, the yes. Caribbean, you have a lot of the Cuban training, doctors. The, the training is excellent. Immaculate, yes. Mm. I must say. I, I must say that. But you're not seeing, you're hardly seeing local practitioners. And what, what is what is really going on? Why we we're not train, seeing local practitioners in, in our healthcare system? We train them. There's a, there's a heavy investment in training Caribbean nationals, both in Jamaica Absolutely. and in St. Augustine, Absolutely. Um, Trinidad, but we lose them. And why we're losing right. them? Because of the disparity in salaries. Oh, yes. And you're, and you're going to always find that because... Conditions. Hmm? Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. You're going to always find that because, again, you can't blame one you cannot blame one for looking for greener pasture. Everybody no, want to take care of the family. Oh no, you. Yeah. Everybody yeah. want to improve the standard of living. We cannot blame them. And then, and then the other mm -hmm. side of the coin in Jamaica, we find that a lot of the locally trained people, after they serve a couple of years, if they do, um, they go into private practice. Yes, 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 absolutely. That's where the money is. They all are going into private practice because that, mm. that, that, is, that, is, what the, that is what the money is, you know. Mm -hmm. um, system, the healthcare system is absolutely, absolutely in shambles. I always wonder, to be honest with you, if there's some sort of mass casualty, 
do we actually have the facility? Do we really have the facility to deal with such situation? We, we don't. We don't. Certainly, we don't. We can't stockpile. We can't stockpile drugs. We can't stockpile um, enough of the, the 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 aids that we need in the hospital services. We we we, we don't have the manpower. First of all, exactly maintenance of equipment. You you're scheduled to get an X-ray, and you hear, oh, the the unit isn't working. Hmm? It's a it's it's a low down shame because I'm telling you this. Over the years, I remember if you got to go and do a simple thing like a CAT scan, a CD scan, what happened? People have to go all the way to Martinique. Tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Martinique, the currency are different. Martinique use euro. Saint Lucia use Eastern Caribbean dollar. So look at look at the advantage of the exchange of the dollar. The the euro is much stronger than the US dollar. Now the 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 Eastern Caribbean dollar is like one one US dollar two dollar two dollar seventy. And now you got you got when you look at the exchange of the euro is like uh you get like four euro sorry four Eastern Caribbean dollar for one euro. So imagine you taking your currency that is not so strong, right? Your currency is not that so strong, and then going to Martinique. Look 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 how much money you got to convert into to get a euro. On top of that, all right, you got to pay for hotel accommodation. On top of that, you got to pay for the medical. Man, this is Rocco. You guys, you guys are blessed. Look at the Jamaican scenario. We can't go anywhere else unless you have a lot of money. When you talk, <laughs> you say that, right? Something to one. Hey? You say that. <laughs> you, 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 you better prepare to die. <laughs> oh, God. You say, well, 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 well. <laughs> you know. We, if you can't laugh at these things, you're going to cry. You, you, so, you're certainly going to cry. But what I'm still saying, Wise Willie, I mean, governments spend money and stuff that, should I say, what is not necessary? I think L care is def is it's 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 primary. L care is something that we need. It 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 should be a priority, right? And having some equipment, you don't even have certain equipment, right? Like a cap scan, you got to go to a private doctor private hospital in order to go and do a CAT scan or you got to go to some foreign country. I mean, listen to me. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. If have, even if you have four or five centers in Jamaica that can offer a facility, when some of the facilities break down, they don't get service quickly because you have to, you have to bring technicians from abroad. Oh, yeah, yes, and the yes, reason, yes. The reason for that is that when you train technicians overseas, they're not going to stay with you too long because they have seen what the, the, the greener pasture is like. So you're caught between the, 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 the devil and the deep blue sea. Oh, most certainly. You know, interestingly, I remember many years ago, I speak to the leading pathologist here in St. Lucia. Uh, Mr. King. And one of the things, um, you know, you and I develop a good relationship after the passing of my brother and stuff like that. And one of the things he said to me, I was so interested, mm-hmm. when we talk about poverty, um, let someone in a family get cancer, immediately they oh, plunge into poverty. Yes, yes. Cancer medication is so expensive. Immediate, don't matter how much money you have, 
cancer run a lot of people pocket try yeah take for example the, the mammogram a lot of times the machines break down right for the mammogram and people have to wait to get tested now if you have the money you can get it done you know privately but it's a lot of money on top of all of your other expenses before the break we were talking about the state well you could it, it borders on the state of the economy but you know how people react to poor working conditions and all this sort of thing and but, um, you, you know wise Willie, i'm not trying to cut you short or anything but mm. this thing i mean um what is a person living on less than a dollar a day is that really true it might I, I don't know i don't have any proof of it but it might be so in some instances um i'm not sure if some people have any income at all mm. because wow they are, play, they are they are families that they depend on handouts from the village oh yes and that is so sad i'm telling mm. that is so sad Mm -hmm. that is so sad i mean because now um <clears throat> in a situation like that what happened nine times out of ten um in families you got a, a, a boy child what happened mm -hmm. sometimes that child never complete his high school education he got to right. he, he, the, 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 that family got to send that child to start working very early mm-hmm and remember, we have a custom. I don't know in St. Lucia if it exists, but in Jamaica, we have a custom where um, a lot of children don't go to work, don't go to school on a Friday. Why is that? They, because a lot of the parents feel that they should go and help out in the field or do something else. Um, but for for a long time, you know, that was a custom. It, it's it's getting a little less in Jamaica now, but for a long time, that was the in thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I always say, you know, um, a lot of people. We're talking about the economy. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of when you listen to a lot of these kids, a lot of these children them days. To be honest with you, they're talking about going to university. You you ask them, what sort of career would you like to have? Is always everybody want to be a doctor, everybody want everybody want to get into the tourism sector. Why you you are the air? Anyone actually talking about going to plow the fields? Why? Because it doesn't have any glamour. I look at it carefully. Um, the way we farm in Jamaica, and I would imagine it's the same in Saint Lucia. Oh, absolutely, it is. The way we farm is manual labor so we don't we don't look at when we should plant crops we're not looking at the, the rainfall levels we're not looking at temperature levels um we 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 we, we don't know much about greenhouse and you oh yes greenhouse that is so true techniques. all of these things are missing now with all of these things being absent, you're not, you're not going to get young people wanting to 
to farm. And then on top of that, the parents don't want them to do that either because there's no glamour in it. I still think agriculture has a great part to play in society because, I mean, our import bill, it is so huge. We import more than we export. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look at the budget of St. Lucia this year. You got a population barely of 200,000 people. And mm -hmm. the budget alone was almost over 1.3 billion Eastern Caribbean dollar. That's a lot, a lot of money. That's mm -hmm. a lot. But then, and most, but then, go on. But most of that money is going to be spent on buying services from overseas. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that is so true. That is so, so true. Mm -hmm. we, import, we import money, we export. Um, St. Mm -hmm. Lucia, I think, to be honest with you, is one of the only countries still, um, well, from the Windward Island, uh, made up of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Dominica, Grenada, and, um, matter of fact, for the, for, for the Caribbean, probably one of the only countries in the Caribbean still actually uh, export banana and stuff like that. But, I mean... Not too many people seem to really want to look at this agriculture thing and take it up and, you know, be, be really serious about it. Not too many people at all. But they, look at the economy. Look at the economy. The agriculture doesn't pay that well either. You know. The farmer gets very little. Right? Um, and so... That is so true. When he, when he takes the produce into the supermarkets and the bigger industries. That's where they make the money. He doesn't get very much. Th that is so when, true. So when they so, when they take the stuff to the market, right. they have to pack things on these market trucks. Mm -hmm. they, they, mm -hmm. they have to pack things on these market trucks and go to the market and they sell for very little. And sometimes at yeah. the end of the day, when their transport yeah. is ready, they have to give away the, the extra stuff because they didn't sell all of it. They don't make a great deal of money. But, you know, even on this export thing that we have, you know, um, um, I was going to Queens um, couple, couple, what, what, three months ago, or two and a half months ago, I was going to Queens. And, you know, I met um, this Jamaican farmer mason queens mm. and one of the things that he was saying to me it's a living hell trying to export stuff from jamaica to the united states or even canada because he tried to do oh, it yes. and mm. the, the amount of inspection and protocol mm -hmm. man this guy said to me listen to me if you don't have a, if you don't have the faith and you don't believe in your business listen to me you want to throw everything away he said mm. many a time sometime you know you bring the produce out of jamaica i want to get a custom Sometimes they just seize everything or they just, they just got to throw it away. Because it's either, okay, your banana don't have this kind of standard. Is either the pineapple don't reach XYZ, US. It's very frustrating. Very, yes, very yes, frustrating, yes. the guy was saying to me. And, and the standards are not set by our customs, you know. The standards are set by the Americans. Yes, and Canada and those places, not mm -hmm. by the Caribbean. Not by the Caribbean. Um, the question that I was asking, I was in the group, right? Mm. I was asking, 
being that the teachers and nurses here always migrate because of better payment, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the nationalities that are always coming here to work in mm. those um, fields. Is it that when they come here, they get better payment? I, I don't know for sure, but I hear that they get better salaries. But you see, they come in with expertise. They come in with, um, on a contract, a short contract. They come for two years or whatever. I don't know. I think that is usually the case. Um, some of them eventually stay. But let's take, for example, the, the Cubans who come in here. They work pretty hard. The, the difficulty that we have is that the, our local nurses still have to teach them and monitor them because of the language barrier. Because it, oh, absolutely, many of uh -huh. if we go into those hospitals, they, they don't understand the Cubans. So I think it's a it's it really is a vicious cycle that we are faced with. And whereas you can that is so true. you can bring a hundred people in and pay them more. When you have a thousand odd, six thousand to pay is a different question. You know, so I I I don't know how we're going to get around this. And the more we train is the more we lose them in in every profession. So what do we do? So go ahead. No, so what what I think what I think we need to do is step up the training and also step step up the remuneration and the working conditions you know but um frankly we we, we are in a bind and remember you know we don't pay when we go into these well we we pay now but we never used to pay for the public service public clinics they ask for a contribution, but that contribution is so small. You know, what, what, what is interesting to know, down there in Jamaica, do you guys have like free elk here or you got to pay everything down there? Yeah, it's... it's... Kalisha, help me out on this one. It, I, I think it's free the most part. You pay a small amount in the public hospitals, but the medication is free. <laughs> Yes, and the health centers, it depends. When we yes. go to, like when we have a, 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 a test or mm. a procedure that is not done at the hospital, mm -hmm. we have to pay for that you at a private institution. Yeah, but if it's done at the, at, the, at the hospital, you will get it for a minimal amount. Um, I know that, yeah, uh, the drug serve, for example, medication, you, you, you pay $40 for each item, which is a small amount, really. 
Yeah. Right. Right. But, but I, don't, I don't pay for medication. You don't pay for medication. It's all no, it's only if we are coming from a private doctor or hospital with the prescription, we have to pay something. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I see. No, 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 no. Well, um, I was, I must say, I think this is one of the things that's really bad here in St. Lucia, this old healthcare thing, because um, if you go to the doctor, um, mm -hmm. you, you, you got to pay. You, you, you got to pay. From, from what I understand, some people is even saying, like, if you got to go pick up your results, you got to even pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to pay for your medication, every single thing you got to pay for. Hey, people talk about waiting at the, at the public institutions. Well, let me tell you something. It's horrible. If you don't wait, then you got to pay. Because even if you... Oh, yeah. I've, I have been to a private doctor and I have waited two hours and still didn't see the doctor. Had to make an appointment to go back. Man, listen, so, listen, wise Willie. You know, listen. it... I don't know. You say you got to make an appointment to go back. I remember some time ago, I think it was sometime last year, I'd bring my son to the doc. I think it was to do a dental and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, sometime last year, March. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they do the flossing and different stuff or whatnot, but he had to go back. You know what they're going to say to me? Call, call, call to make a next appointment. Listen, you're right there. They could have give you. They could have make the appointment at that time. They tell you, you to call, call to, to make, make the appointment. To make an appointment. This so is so ridiculous. Just then, yeah. You are right there at the desk. You know they can make an appointment, but they're gonna tell you you must call to make an appointment. I'll tell you this: when you call that phone, it's gonna ring out forever. Mm -hmm. We don't. We they, they try not to do that here. Um, it's a more ordered system, but you're going to wait. It's going to be a yeah. long wait. Yes, you got to wait. Because anytime you go through the, the government healthcare system, um, they put you on this long, long, long... Listen to me, man. I'm telling you this. If you got any sort of illness, listen to me, man. Before they call you, it's a possibility you probably may be dead. Mm. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a shame. But basically what I'm trying to say... If you don't have money, it's all about dollar sign. If you don't have that money in your pocket to go to a private facility, man, the other saying in Barbados, crop will smoke your pipe. <laughs> Join me, Wise Willie, on UVC Radio every Wednesday at noon Eastern and Jamaica time for Meet Me at the Classics. Three hours of delightful and invigorating music by great composers. So join me, won't you? And let's explore the musical realm together. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is 
N-O-R-W-I-L-L number 2 at gmail.com Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.